Yesterday, half of the NDP caucus at Queen's Park was ejected from the House. It was a deliberate thing. They accused the government of lying in its negotiations with uh, QP workers, education workers, and then they would be invited to withdraw. It's, you know me, I love the, the tricorn hats and the black rods and all of that formality and stuff like that. So when you're in the House, you can't use somebody's name. You have to say the member from blah de blah. And when you offend, then the speaker actually uses your name. And once the speaker has named you, you are out. You're, you have to go stand in the corner for a while. Here's what happened to Peter Tavins yesterday. Speaker, when will the premier and his ministers stop lying about the damage they're doing to the education system? Order. Order. The member will withdraw his unparliamentary comment. I will not withdraw. I'm telling the truth. They're lying. Take his seat. The member will take his seat. Speaker. Order. I will ask the member once again to withdraw his unparliamentary comment. My remarks were accurate and true. Ministers are lying. You will be named. Mr. Tabins, you are named. You must leave the chamber for the day. And there would be 15 others who would be ejected from the House. Meanwhile, in Ottawa, the NDP is also taking up the battle. NDP MP Matthew Green from Hamilton Centre joins us right now. Good morning. Good morning to you. Okay, so you folks have actually, you tried to generate a, an emergency debate in Ottawa over what Premier Ford is doing. Why is this Ottawa's business? Well, I think what we're seeing is a startling trend of premiers across the country preemptively using the notwithstanding clause to trample on the constitutional charter rights afforded to Canadians. Okay, so, I mean... This particular use is seems somewhat egregious, but I, it's kind of interesting that people haven't been complaining about other premiers invoking it, although maybe you are. I mean, Justin Trudeau, for example, not talking about Quebec using the notwithstanding clause, but seemingly quite preoccupied with Doug Ford. Well, I think, you know, what's what's clear is this is the first time it's unprecedented to be used against labor. It's not used to trample the rights of, of a particular group, but all workers across the country. It's a precedent that undermines the legal collective bargaining of workers to be able to negotiate fair contracts. This is a, a really serious case that I think other premiers across the country are going to be looking very closely at as we enter into a booming recession and potentially have deep cuts to services uh, followed by um, austerity. Was the NDP alone in trying to raise this issue in the House, or did you have support from other parties? Well, you know, first we, we called for unanimous consent to denounce the use, like just to get a general consensus that this was undermining the freedom of workers to, to fairly negotiate. That was rejected flat out by the Conservatives. We couldn't find that consensus. We tried to at least have a debate. Let's talk about the ways in which premiers are effectively uh, usurping charter rights across the country with this use. And it was deemed um, out of order or it was deemed um, not suitable by the speaker in that moment. However, I would put to you that this is a serious case that the federal government 
does need to look at it as a reference case. You know, they have the ability to use disallowance. The impact of these workers, it's not just going to be a particular instance, but this is talking about their future earnings. This is talking about their future pensions and, and will affect them for, uh, for years to come. Okay, well, last question for you then about the notwithstanding clause. Uh, when it was designed, and Pierre Elliott Trudeau effectively invented it, um, the idea was that there would be a degree of hesitation or shame to invoking the notwithstanding clause. So is your fear that people just don't care anymore, that it's becoming a get-out-of-jail-free card? Yeah, my, my fear is that you can't shame the shameless when it comes to Doug Ford and the provincial conservatives. They've now, this will be the third time uh, that, they're, that they're invoking this clause. It is clear that it is like steps towards an authoritarian type of rule. We have charter protected rights as Canadians. To have a premier unilaterally usurp that uh, just because it's a minor inconvenience for negotiation. And that's really what it is. This is a government that's sitting on a surplus. This is a government that set checks to parents when he could have been paying these educators, these uh, education support workers fairly. He refuses to, and it speaks to the way that he just refuses to value educators in this province. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much.